Hello, people. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme talking today about, well, the next generation. We always want the next generation to be the best generation, to be the best of us that we pass on. Well, consider if you were to have 20 kids, you get you and your wife, she just keeps racking them up and pumping them out and you raise them and some are going to be doctors and lawyers and Indian chiefs and such and you look at those look at your imaginary 20 kids some are going to be really good some are going to be tall athletic some are going to be shorter less athletic some are going to be smarter some are going to be dumber you get this short unathletic dumb lazy Oh, you got the worst. Then you got the best. And there's a whole rack of different ways of rating them, but you know what I mean. You're going to get good kids and bad kids. And if you check the DNA ahead of time, you can pretty much tell how these kids are going to turn out, at least in capabilities. Now, they may not go down the high-earning route, they may decide to become monks and, you know, do something that's really unimportant in their lives. But they will have the opportunity to do something really well in their lives if they're the best ones. Even the worst ones can do well in life, but will never do great in life. Well, if you ever go back to the movie Gattaca... The supposed hero in that movie is actually the main villain in that movie, if you look at it correctly. You've got a way, right now, all the technology that was in that movie, we essentially have now. If you wanted, you and your wife got together, and you took some of her eggs, fertilized them, wait till you get to the 8-cell or 16-cell stage, Take out one cell from each embryo and rate them. And so, oh, look, this particular one is genetically the best of them all. Implant that one, you've got the best kid. Well, you can do that every year. Or, now let's go into the mad scientist realm. Let's go a little bit further and say, okay, you've got an egg and some sperm, you create a beginning of a child person, create a little embryo, and at the same time, you create an embryo of a pig. Now you can take the gonad area out of your early embryo and put it in the gonad area of the pig. Throw away the extra parts. Now when the pig is born, it's a pig, and in, in one year, it's ready to breed. But its gonads are human, so it's going to produce human DNA, human sperm or human eggs. You get 10 or 20 of those, and then have them breeding. You take out the eggs, take the sperm match them up, find the very best combinations, and produce, let's say, 10 
kids a month. You get a nice cow, put 10 embryos in that cow. Now the cow gives birth to human babies. You can take, through various front organizations, you can adopt out these kids. Now, would the people pay through lawyers rather large amounts of money, 100000 and plus, in order to adopt children now? So let's say we take half of that. We set up the lawyers, a couple of stages between us and them, and a church between us and them, and everything is confidential and secret. Everybody gets paid off, but you, producing a baby, get $50,000. Now, you get 10 of those, that's half a million dollars a month. You get nine cows, and you can produce for nine months. And then you get a hundred cows or a thousand cows. Get the infrastructure set up. Costs go per child go down. You can produce enough to saturate the market where everybody who wants to adopt a kid can adopt a kid. And you're producing the very best children possible. Through the correct breeding prog programs, yes, you still go out there. And let's say, because we're going mad scientists on here and a little bit mad scientist su supreme going out, you get somebody with an Emmy. Get one of those eggs or sperm, then you get somebody with a Nobel. And you get somebody that's won the biggest firefighting award there is and the best award for being the best accountant, etc., etc. You go out and get the very best sperm and eggs that you can because now you can afford it. You got a half a million dollars a month coming in, you can afford the very best germ lines you can get. And when somebody wants to adopt, what is the mother interested in? What is the father interested in? What talents do they have? So you get somebody that's a firefighter and a uh, policeman. Well, you take the very best firefighter and the very best policeman, germ lines, combine those together, produce a child person specifically for them that they will psychologically be able to connect with, that they will fit. One of the biggest problems we have in adoption systems is that children don't tend to fit with the parents. We all like to think that people are blank slates. When they're born, they're just a blank slate. But people are born with talents that are genetic. If you had dogs, let's say several different breeds of dogs, and you got a breed of dog that likes to dig and go after gophers, and you substitute in a puppy that's a golden retriever. The golden retriever might learn to dig and hunt for gophers, but 
it wants to retrieve. It wants to go out there and hunt and chase things and bring them back. And the parents don't. Just can't understand why the kid would want to do that. Well, you got the same thing going on with adoptions now. Yes, you get a kid. But its interests are totally different than yours. That's just bad marketing. Let's change that up a bit. Get the very best DNA, breed it generation after generation, because when you're doing it with the pigs, you can take the very best ones, the very best ones of all the different germlines, the most intelligent, the most hardworking, the most whatever you want that you can test for, combine them together and produce generation after generation of the very best. We're talking, you know, road scholar level people. And you produce a hundred or hundreds a month all across the United States. All these kids are being raised and in a generation, in 30 years, you will have created so much intellectual and physical wealth for America. The country will be richer because we will have the very best leaders, the very best scientists, the very best, and it will all be your doing. Now, to start this enterprise, you need a few thousand dollars. You need a willing person for eggs, and you need somebody with the sperm, just random stuff to begin with, just the bare minimum. And the first kids, well, you make some money with. But you can buy more cows, get more sperm and eggs, and once you start mass production, you'll have the money to buy the very best and to breed the very best of the best of the best. Thank you very much for listening. This is a rather long episode, but I think it's important. That's one of the ways I think we should go in America. So if you've got the money and you want some help with advice, let me know. Thank you very much. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme signing out.